for starters, I'd like to say you guys are awesome for listening to me. Uh, I couldn't even get my family or friends to listen to me. <laughs> I feel like I'm being pushed away every time I try to talk about anything, you know, like, like I'm not allowed to have a, uh, a question in my life, you know, but, uh, I don't know. I, I, uh, I really want to thank everybody for listening the people who have, and I really appreciate those who helped me out. I appreciate you. Uh, um, today I think I'm going to talk a little bit about, um, some dumb things I've done in my life that were serious. Uh, and then I'm also going to talk about measure 1715 for Washington state and measure 110 for Oregon. Um, those are measures that are going to decriminalize personal use of illegal drugs. Um, those are measures that are about to be voted on next month and we'll see. But for now, I'd like to say one thing. Let's see. I, I actually wanted to talk about some of the stupid things I've done that were really just dumb. And, and I wondered to myself, how could you have been thinking that way? Um, so I bought a Camaro. I went and bought a five-speed manual stick shift Camaro um, back in 89. Or no, no, it wasn't in 89. It was in the 90s, but it was it was an 89 that I bought. Um so I, I didn't know how to drive a stick. Well, I made a down payment on this car. And that was it. I hadn't I didn't pay the car off. I just made a down payment. And when the guy gave me the keys and it was time to, to leave, I didn't even want to test drive it. He was like, okay. It was on Union Avenue in Memphis. So I take this car and I go, so, okay, how do you drive these now? And he looked at me and said, you can't drive a stick? I said, no, but I'll figure it out pretty quick. <laughs> which I kind of knew I would, but, uh, so I called my brother down, my little brother. And he came down and showed me how to drive it and we drove off. And then he taught me in a parking lot how to drive a stick shift. Cause I think he had driven my stepfather's before. Um, he had taught him, I guess, but so yeah, uh, that was pretty stupid to go to a car lot and put a down payment on a stick shift and you'd never driven a stick shift before, but that's the type of person I was. I was just like jumping out there and, Let's do something stupid and see how far we go. It's life. Live it. You know, that's the way I felt. And, you know, and it was some stupid things. I agree. Um, one time I, I bought a dime, a $10 pack of black tar heroin. And I was going to shoot it all in my arm at once and, and get high. Yeah. All right. Well, this very special person stopped me from doing that. She stopped me and... I thank God she did because had I done that, I was thinking it's only $10. It's not going to kill me. Yeah, right. I'd never done it before and I was going to do that. <laughs> no, uh, that's stupid. See, that's dumb thinking. That's That was dumb. That was like the other side of suicide, I guess. Without wanting to kill yourself, you're just wanting to try anything. And maybe you might die in the process, but who cares? I don't know where my brain was. Uh, you know, a lot of times, though, I'd also like to say when I went out and I was when I was using meth, I was using amphetamine. Uh, I would uh, like one time in particular, my uh, my little brother, after I just bought some, he passed away. and God rest his soul. Uh, he came online right after I just bought some. I'd driven down the road 
and I had gotten to the point to where I only did it once every so often, um, every like twice a year, maybe. But so I got to that point and, and, uh, this one day I go get it and I hurry back home and, and I get home and he posts this totally random meme about with cops and he go and he types it into it. Well, whoo, that was a close call. You know, there's no story near it, nothing close by. There's no video, no nothing. It's just a meme. And so I'm like, is he watching me? Is someone else watching me and telling him what's going on? Is this not really him on Facebook? Is it someone else pretending to be him? Is my whole thing just masked and someone else is doing it? Anyway, I could care less. But, yeah, I would always wonder why he uh, would do things like that. And he did it more than once. Um, I had a few people do that weird stuff. Was I reading into it? No, I wasn't. Was I reading too much into it? No, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure because everything made sense up until that point. Up until the point to where I would go buy drugs and then suddenly there were games. My my car would be tampered with when I bought drugs. They would tamper with my car because I bought drugs. Yeah. They were like following me around watching me. And when I would buy drugs or or go get alcohol, they would tamper with my car. Uh, play games with me, knock on my door, you know, all this, this childish, uh, nosy me, me, me. I want to know what's going on behind door, closed doors type of people. I don't, I don't, I'm not into that type of person. Um, if somebody wants you to know their business, cool, but don't pry into other people's business. That's what I say. Anyway, uh, well, let's see. Anyway, he was making these memes and and at the same time, this person named Sean Truman, who had hacked my account, supposedly, I'm sure these aren't real names, but who had hacked my account, and I looked it up, and it was supposed to be an, an app designer, uh, had at the same time was hacking my account and creating another one, masking over my first Facebook. Yeah, yeah, I got proof of that. Um, crazy stuff. I made sure I took screenshots, all sorts of stuff. I got all kinds of evidence to this crazy stuff um so i had this little facebook games going on but these people are supposed to be thousands of miles away from me so i'm like what's going on you know and they all swear up and down they don't know what i'm talking about but i can't even finish the sentence before they're cutting me off you know so it made me wonder and then so when my little brother passed i thought it was another game yeah that's sad isn't it i thought it was another game um, he had told me that he'd seen a bunch of pictures of my dad and made fun of my four big, my forehead's a little bigger. And <laughs> he made fun of my forehead and said one time that he'd seen so many pictures of my dad that he'd recognize his, my forehead anywhere. And I'm like, how are you seeing pictures of my dad when I've never seen a picture of my dad? And he never responded back. So as you can see, these things made me go, he's, they're faking like he's dead. So I thought they were lying about that, too, you know, because people were trying to lead me to believe weird crap. Uh, my grandmother, because she had sent me the weird card and and uh, wouldn't listen to what I had to say about the weird things that were going on, and, you know, uh, pretty much brushed me off. I thought perhaps she was in on it and that when she passed away, she was playing, too. And I'm like, there's no way people could be that mean. To pretend they passed away to hurt me like that, you know, or to, to play games with me so that I don't know it's them. 
But then I started realizing that, well, I don't think so. And I'm going to take it at face value. They passed away. You know, they passed away. I know they did. And why would they not? I mean, why would you do that? And then to a family member and then later come and go, oh, we were just tricking you. That doesn't even sound right. That kind of sounds like paranoid thinking. But by the same token, the things I was going by only makes it only makes sense that somebody would be playing games with me. So why shouldn't I think everything's a game? So, you know, I think that was part of what the stalking was doing. It was they were trying to get me to think everyone was playing games when it was really just a handful of people, maybe 20 people. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Um, but my car would be tampered with every time. And then one time my mother, I told her something about my car breaking down and she said, well, I hope it doesn't relapse again. Yeah, you see that kind of thing makes me go, do you know something? Did you do this? <laughs> and I hadn't talked to her in years when she said that. So it makes me think everybody's a liar. I don't want to think that way, but people don't take me seriously. And it makes me think if you're not taking me seriously, then you got something to do with it. But it doesn't matter. I just move on with my life and put it behind me and keep going forward. But for the sake of this podcast, I am talking about it. Um, I can't find, I found my lawsuits. They conveniently have my, uh, the lesser lawsuits, I'd say, uh, the ones about being locked down for days at a time with no exercise or showers. Uh, you can find that online, but now suddenly I can't find the, the lawsuit I filed against the detention response team in the Shelby County Jail uh, about paralyzing my face. And I mean, that was such a dead on case. It was so even the medical uh, staff, med medical personnel um, made the assessment that my uh, facial paralysis was caused by a blow to my jaw. Um, but they still pretty much wrote it off. And now it's like hidden. <laughs> it's like I'm thinking maybe the judge like didn't want it to be seen and hit it. I don't know, but I can find the other ones, but not that one. The, the one I'm looking for, I can't seem to find it. It's a civil case, but I just cannot remember the the numbers of the, the suit. Um, I want to talk a little bit about measure 1715 in Washington state and measure 110 in Portland, Oregon. Those are both being voted on in November. And what they're doing is they're voting that Drugs can be, you can be have possession of drugs for personal use uh, without the threat of being taken to jail. And all the police can do is refer you to get treatment. That's it. So that's what they're planning on doing next month um, for Washington and Oregon. Um, you think that's a good idea? I do. I definitely do. And I don't even care for the drugs anymore. But I think you should have your freedom of choice. Yeah, definitely. Hey, I'm with you guys on that one for sure. You shouldn't have, you know, you shouldn't give police a reason to just walk up to people and pat you down. You shouldn't. And then those kinds of laws are what give them the right to do that kind of thing. You know, it's a, a ridiculous thing. Anyway, uh, I'm interested in seeing if either one will go through. I really don't know. I have no clue. 
Um, it would be interesting to see. It would be interesting to see that people may even be like, I don't want drugs. That stuff's legal. <laughs> they may not even want it just because it's legal now. <laughs> Ain't no telling. Um, uh, but anyway, I had my share of it, and I, I seem to talk like I'm making light of it sometimes, and I, and I kind of am, but at the same time, I would say definitely be cautious when you're using anything and don't use that. Don't, don't go out and kill yourself. I mean, you can do that with anything. I say everything in moderation. And uh, if you want to experiment with life, go for it. Stop trying to please other people. Live your life. You came into this world by yourself. You're going to leave by yourself. I promise you that. You're going to leave this world by yourself. Don't try to please other people. Live your life. That's what I say. Praise God. Praise Jesus. While we still have a freedom of speech, I'm saying anything and everything I can, because <laughs> I'm thinking one day our freedom of speech is going to go out the window. That's what it's looking like. It's definitely looking like that. Um, I, I'd like to hope not, but uh, another time, a few other times after I used, I would go to my car. And I'd turn on the radio or the radio would already be on and I'd crank it up and the radio would turn on and the volume was a little high and there was a song playing. Uh, it was an Eminem song saying, lick my butt up and down. It was saying the other word, but I'm going to try to be polite and uh, try to stay normal here. Uh, but you can't say that on the radio, can you? Lick my butt up and down i mean <laughs> no but i'm talking about the derogatory way but there this is on the radio in my car and i'm thinking to myself is this a another game and then i hear the radio guys saying if anything strange happened to you over the weekend give us a call and let us know and they're laughing and talking and i'm like you know i kind of want to feed into that but i'm not going to <laughs> uh so anyway some of it i think when someone started playing games with me, I started thinking it was everyone, that everyone was involved. And I know better than that now, but I started thinking everyone was involved. And I think that's what they wanted me to think. And to be honest with you, I think it's part of a, oh, it's just a part of a, what do you call that? An intervention, some kind of intervention, drug intervention, get your life right intervention, uh, or drive you crazy intervention. Uh, whatever it will do, we're going to try it and see what happens type of thing. I mean, I'm glad they stopped. Obviously, they're going to stop because I'm going to give out every bit of information I can get. You know, I probably don't want me to do that because if I let the entire world know what's going on, somebody's going to catch on to what's going on with them and they're going to know what it's called if they all listen. That's called organized gang stalking. Yeah. Um, uh, I guess they felt justified in that I was drinking and drugging. They felt justified that I was homeless, and I kind of wrote stories about that in my one of my books. Actually, two of my books. Well, actually, three of my books. Um, but, uh, yeah. So I just don't believe in that. I just don't believe that you have the right to punish me because you don't like the way I live my life. You know, I don't want to be considered a, a rebellious jerk. You know, I don't want to be considered, um, I don't know. I just don't want to be considered 
to be a bad guy because of, of my views. And I don't really know a whole lot of people who share the same views. I'm sure there are, there are many of them. I just need to get out there and probably meet them here in Washington. Um, it's kind of hard to trust, you know, because as soon as I meet somebody, it always seems that now we've become friends so that I can do them favors. I mean, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't want a friend that I can do favors for all the time. I mean, I don't mind doing favors for people. That's not what I'm saying. But when it's, it used to be around the clock, people just constantly coming to me. And if you give it to them, they will use you for every drop they can get out of you. Um, that's just the way the world is. And that's reality. Um, uh, <laughs> I wish I could just uh, go out and not have to be cautious in meeting people, but you really need to be cautious these days. You know, you got to know that if you're not watching, keeping up with what's going on in the world, you probably won't know, but I would hope you are. So I'm thinking about, I need to get back working out because sitting here writing, I mean, I got some little weights here that I mess with, but it's not really a deep concentrated workouts. You know, I, I feel like I'm slacking and I need to get out and start working out somehow. Um, I noticed a lot of people jogging in the fog here in Washington. I guess they don't want to meet new people either. <laughs> I assume that's what it is. I don't know. But uh, more so than on a clear morning, I noticed a whole bunch of people jogging in the fog. Kind of strange, huh? Yeah, to each their own, though. Hey, uh, after a good jog, I feel really good. I have problems getting myself motivated these days, and then my my hips started messing with me, and then I start realizing I'm starting to get old. What? I, wait a minute. I was just 10. Where'd my life go? <laughs> I was just 10 years old like yesterday, you know? I still feel, I can still look at that like it was just yesterday. I feel like I'm the same person. The same person as when I was 10, except I'm a, I started to get a little angrier and experienced a little more. Um, but I let go of the anger. I got. I had to let go of that. Um it does upset me every time I see police beating people on TV or, or just a regular person kidnapping people or torturing people or any of that, just violence. I just don't like the violence. I don't like it. I've been through it and I don't like it. I don't like violence because if you're a violent person, you're probably not going to the same place that I'm going to go to when we pass away anyway. That's just the way it is. It's just the same as, classifying people in jail. You try to put the violent people in one area and the nonviolent people in the other area. That just kind of goes without saying, but uh, um, the whole violence. And then I hear them on TV saying uh, violence is not the answer. Okay. I see where you're coming from, but by the same token, why do you say that after a you're saying that to defend a police officer who's just, committed the ultimate violence and killed or beat somebody to solve his problem. But then you're telling the protesters that violence doesn't solve problems. I mean, you need to deny you're so far. It looks like this country's starting to denounce bad police. Finally, after 300 years, 400 years, <laughs> thank God cameras came up, but yeah, I just don't like the violence. I don't like the, I'm, I'm uh, the authority of you. I'm over you. I'm, more powerful than you. I'm better than you. I don't like that. I'd prefer to stay on the same level with people, you know, just civil. 
<laughs> just stay in a civil manner. But it seems like some people you talk to, they want to like bark at you or talk over you like, like they know more than you or <laughs> I don't know. They can't be respectful. And it shows in just little things like the tone of their voice, uh, the roll of their eyes, the turn of their head. Just it shows in little bitty things. Um, but there are decent people. They're just hard to find. But be careful because, like I said, you could end up anywhere at any time and be in the wrong place at the wrong time. And you could be one of those people on TV. So be careful out there, folks. That's what I say. Be careful. If you got to deal with police, try and be as civil as you can with them. Be as civil as you can. If you don't know how to deal with police and you never have, just be as civil and nice as you can and just take whatever they give you. And you want to deal with it later, then go deal with it. If you feel like you were treated wrong, deal with it then. After the, after the initial confrontation, deal with it later. But as far as when they're approaching you and talking to you, just deal with it in a civil manner and be polite. That's what I would do. Yeah. Take it from me. I've been, I've met a lot of police because I did a lot of stupid, dumb stuff. So I know you get better treatment from police, from law enforcement. If you're decent with them. Um, I mean, they're only human. Anyway, y'all have a great day. Uh, I hope this podcast finds you in good spirits. And I'm so thankful that I got to go on to Amazon. I got more uh, exposure. Um, I hope you're enjoying my talking and my stories. And um, I'm trying to come up with more stories. I just, I need to go make an inventory and see what all I've talked about. and Not talk about the same thing twice, maybe. I kind of want to just tell, start telling stories and start at the beginning. But some of it's already been said. So I shouldn't have just got on and started peppering uh, stories because now I don't know what I said. <laughs> But anyway, I hope y'all enjoy it and have a great day. Um, Bye-bye.